This is the Tao of Christ, and I am Marshall Davis. The Chinese word Tao means the way, which is how Jesus referred to himself, saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It is what the Gospel of John calls the Logos, or the Word, when he writes, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. According to the book of Acts, the earliest Christians called their spiritual path simply the way. This podcast is about this ancient and primordial way. In this episode, I continue reading my book, The Tao of Christ, a Christian version of the Tao Te Ching. This is part two, beginning at chapter 22. This is The Tao of Christ. Chapter 22. To be made whole, one must admit brokenness. To be made straight, one must accept crookedness. To be full, one must embrace emptiness. To be born again, one must die. To gain all, one must give up all. Christ humbles himself and is thereby exalted. He is free from self and thereby manifests God. He does not claim to be righteous, and therefore is honored as righteous. He takes the lowest place, and therefore is given the highest place. He makes himself nothing, and therefore inherits everything. When Christ said, whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life will find it, He knew what he was talking about. It is the only way to be made whole. Chapter 23 Silence is a sign of godliness. A tornado does not last all morning. A thunderstorm does not last all day. That is the way God works in nature. That is the way God works in people. When we are one with God, we act in accordance with God. When we are one with truth, we embody truth. Even when we fail in our attempt to be one with God, we are still one with God's plan. Those who seek God will find God. Those who seek truth will find truth. Those who do not seek will be found. The faithful one will embrace the faithless. Chapter 24 He who stands on tiptoes does not stand strong. He who sprints does not run far. He who promotes himself is not honored. He who imposes his views on others is not respected. He who congratulates himself is not commended. He who is self-righteous has no righteousness from God. Such behaviors are like garbage scraps or like cancerous tumors on the body. No one wants such things. Those who seek the way of God will have nothing to do with them.
Chapter 25 In the beginning, before the universe existed, everything was formless and void. Peace, emptiness, oneness, changeless, eternal presence. This is the source of all things. This one has no name, but I will use the name God. If I had to use another word, I would describe God as good. God's goodness is near and far, everywhere, always. God is good. Heaven is good. Earth is good. Humanity is good. These four are good. Humans follow the way of earth. Earth follows the way of heaven. Heaven follows the way of God. God follows no one. Chapter 26 Heavy is the source of light. Stillness is the center of movement. Christ does much, yet never departs from the center. He sees spectacles of worldly glory yet is not moved by them. How could the Lord of hosts be impressed by worldly displays? If you get caught up in the world's vanities, you lose contact with the center. If you get distracted by activity, you lose touch with stillness. Chapter 27 the actions of a righteous person leave no trace behind. The words of a righteous person provides no fodder for criticism. The plans of a righteous person involve no deception. Christ loves everyone and rejects no one. He cares for all creation and does not abandon any creature. This is called salvation. The righteous person should teach the unrighteous. The unrighteous person should learn from the righteous. If the student does not learn from the teacher, and the teacher does not teach the student, neither are wise, and both are blind. This truth is profoundly important. Chapter 28 Embrace the masculine and the feminine, and you will be like a river that waters the whole land. God will be your guide, and you will become as a little child. When opposites are the same to you, you will be an example for the whole world to follow. God will sustain you from within, and you will experience eternal life now. Associate with the righteous and the unrighteous. Accept people as they are, without judging them. If you love the world unconditionally, it will be like returning to Eden before the knowledge of good and evil. The world is formed from nothing, like a bowl formed from a block of wood. The bowl is made of wood, Yet it is the empty space that makes it useful. So does God make and use all things.
Chapter 29 If you try to fix the world, you will fail miserably. The world is God's to fix. Can you do better than God? In trying to make things better, you will only mess things up. That doesn't mean you should do nothing. You should act according to your nature. Some are meant to lead, others to follow. Some struggle, others take things easy. Some are strong, and others weak. Some play it safe, others take risks. Christ sees everything as it is. He sees God at work in all events, and does not usurp control. Keeping in the center of the divine will, he accomplishes all things. Chapter 30 A godly leader does not need to use violence or military force. Using force always creates more problems than it solves. Where armies go, devastation follows. Great wars produce great famines. A godly leader acts boldly and stops quickly. The least force used, the better. Be determined, but not destructive. Be resolute, but not arrogant. When victory is won, make your former enemy your newest friend. War is unstable and unpredictable. The peace of God endures forever. Chapter 31 Weapons are designed for killing. It is best to avoid them whenever possible. The godly person does not rely on them. In relationships, the wise person values subtlety. In battle, he values strength. Weapons are the least subtle of tools. The godly person uses them only as a last resort. He prefers nonviolence and tranquility. When victorious in battle, he does not hold a victory parade. To celebrate the victory is to rejoice in the slaughter of people. He who enjoys the slaughter of people cannot rule people well. Chapter 32 God is unnameable. God's name is unpronounceable. God is too simple to be named. God therefore appears not to exist. That is why the world does not know God. If an earthly ruler lived in harmony with God, everyone would follow her naturally. The kingdom of heaven would reign on earth. There would be no need for laws, for the law would be written on human hearts. Names are necessary for communication but names are not the things named. Names appear to be real, but they are merely human labels. It is good to know when to stop naming. In not naming, one avoids many pitfalls. All things end in God, as all rivers flow into the sea. Chapter 33 the one who knows others is clever. The one who knows himself is wise. 
The one who controls others is strong. The one who controls himself is stronger. The one who is content with what he has has wealth beyond measure. The one who perseveres is sure to overcome. The one who is grounded in God endures forever. The one who dies before he dies has eternal life. Chapter 34 God is everywhere, on your left and on your right. All things have their beginning in God. God keeps all things in existence. God does everything, yet takes credit for nothing. In love, God nourishes life, yet does not lord it over living things. God is without needs or desires, and therefore can be called humble. Everything belongs to God, yet God does not seek to control things. Because God does not claim greatness, therefore God is great. Chapter 35 The one who truly follows Christ will draw people unto him without speaking a word. They will come to know Christ, and he will give them rest and peace. People love lively music and good food, especially as part of religion. The words of God seem boring and dull to such people. There's nothing to excite the eyes or ears. Yet when one knows God, the joy is inexhaustible. Chapter 36 To breathe in, one must breathe out. To become weak, one must be strong. To remove something, one must have something. To possess something, one must give it away. To know this by experience is subtle wisdom. The soft overcomes the hard. The weak overcomes the strong. Like a fish out of water is wisdom when spoken aloud. Chapter 37 God does nothing, yet nothing is left undone. If leaders followed the way of God, the world would be transformed. Those who fought against God would find their efforts futile. Evil would be restrained without evildoers knowing how. The godly person does not do good things by their own efforts. Good things happen through them effortlessly. Chapter 38 The righteous person does not follow rules, yet he fulfills the will of God perfectly. The unrighteous person obeys moral laws religiously, which is why he falls short of God's will. The godly person does nothing by her own strength. That is why she does all things well. The moral person does good deeds without ulterior motives. The immoral person always has an eye on the reward. Chapter 39 
The righteous person leads by example. But if no one follows, he continues to do this work without resentment. When God is rejected, faith appears. When faith is abandoned, morality appears. When morality is forsaken, religion appears. Religion is the empty husk of faith, the beginning of the end of civilization. Christ dwells in the inmost place, and not in externals. He is the seed, not the flower. The wise person abides in him. Chapter 39 In the beginning was God. Heaven was one with God, and therefore pure. The earth was one with God, and therefore good. The angels were one with God, and therefore they could minister. The valleys were one with God, and therefore fertile. People were one with God, and they were fruitful and multiplied. Leaders ruled with compassion and justice. This is the power of oneness. But oneness was lost. The sky became smog. The earth was polluted. The angels rebelled. The valleys became desert. Humankind was threatened with extinction. Leaders became corrupt and left in disgrace. Great leaders take the common people as their guides. When in high places, they view the lowest places as their foundation. The best rulers are the most humble. They do not see themselves as celebrities, but as regular folks. Chapter 40 Everything returns to God. That is the receptive love of God. Heaven and earth and everything in them came into existence out of nothing. Chapter 41 When a wise person hears the gospel, he immediately believes and obeys. When a regular person hears the gospel, he partially believes and partially doubts. When a foolish person hears the gospel, he ridicules it. If the way of God were not ridiculed, God would not be God. Thus it is written, The light of God seems like darkness. Spiritual advancement looks like retreat. The smooth way feels rough. The high road looks low. The pure seems tainted. And the right way appears wrong. Steadfastness looks lazy. Morality appears immoral. And even squares look round. The largest ships take the most time to build. The deepest sound is silence. And the subtlest form has no shape. God hides in the unnamed as the foundation of all things. Chapter 42 God created unity, 
which created duality, which created trinity, which created all things. Male and female, God created them. God breathed spirit into them, and harmony was born. People hate loneliness, but the righteous love solitude. In losing everything, everything is gained. The unrighteous die, but I am one with all. Chapter 43 Non-resistance overcomes great resistance. Non-existence enters where there is no door. This is the action of non-action. Very few have ears to hear the teaching without words. Very few have eyes to see the way without a path. Chapter 44 Which is more important, your reputation or your life? Which is more valuable, your life or your money? Choose life and lose things. Choose things and lose life. Which brings more suffering? The one who wants to be famous gives up what is of greater value. The one who loves wealth gives up greater riches. The one who is content with what he has feels no shame or want. The one who knows when to stop is free from the dangers of desire and lives a long and happy life. Chapter 45 The perfect always appears imperfect. That is its usefulness. Fullness appears empty. That is its value. Straightness seems crooked. Wisdom seems foolish. Truth sounds like gibberish. Movement conquers cold. Stillness conquers heat. Not power, but purity conquers the world. Chapter 46 When a nation follows God, government spends money on people. When a nation abandons God, government spends money on weapons. There is no greater poverty than greed. There is no greater disaster than desire. There is no greater curse than wanting more. The greatest peace is perfect contentment. You've been listening to The Tao of Christ. The series is available in book format under the title The Tao of Christ, a Christian version of the Tao Te Ching at Amazon.com. You can find my podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can find my blog at marshalldavis.us. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Thank you.